This is Let's Talk Business with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that highlights and promotes entrepreneurs to learn more about their vision, goals, and marketing strategy. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Jake and Harper, the owner of Rare Form Agency, a company that provides customer review management, customer interactions management, as well as collecting payments. Jake, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, short notice, man. I appreciate you coming in like that. So <laughs> it's like, hey, last night, hey, you want to come in? Yeah. It's yeah. just people have to reschedule and, and do all the things. So uh, sometimes we get short notice people coming in. So I'm just honored that I was chosen. <laughs> no. So you did some research on the show, yeah, before you came in? Yes, I actually uh, I saw a few podcasts previously, especially when one of my guys uh, that I, I've been in conversation with, Eddie Rebus, said he was on here. And uh, so I looked him up and I, I reached out to him and he, he's like, oh, no, everyone's been pointing that out to me. I hate my voice, all that. I'm like, no, it was yeah. cool. And I, I learned a lot about the show and I think it's pretty cool. All right, excellent. All right, and I'm your host, Mark Eminger, the owner of. Did I introduce Genevieve? I, I probably her. skipped her, right? In, <laughs> in studio okay. with us I'm, today. I'm here. <laughs> See, we do a practice, but anyway, in studio with us today is Genevieve Sims, the owner of the Evolve Firm, where she and her team provide brand development and design, web design, and social media services. Genevieve. Great to see you again. I'm always happy to be here. <laughs> she always like dresses super nice. I, I wish I had a suit or something to just match her. <laughs> and she contrasts nice with the black background. Yeah, too. she does. Oh, yeah. yeah, she pops. Yeah, she got pops. a good color today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Mark Evinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in hiring virtual assistants from outside the United States. That's how I built my entire company. So fantastic program. I am a product of the service. So yeah. <laughs> I use it every day, day yeah. in and day out. I got a great team that does it. A quick reminder for our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you are a business owner in the San, Anto- San Antonio area and would like to have your company featured on the show, visit our website at satalkradio.com or you can call our office at 210-879-8804. That's 210-879-8804. We can get you booked on the show. All right, so we've got a mixer coming up Mm -hmm. soon. Super excited about the inaugural Let's Talk Business Podcast mixer coming up on January 25th, 2024. Wow, it's almost 2024. Yeah. 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. over at Project Cowork Central here in in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, This event will bring our show guests and mega fans together for two hours of fun and networking and is an opportunity to rub elbows with me, your host with the most, and our amazing Mm co-hosts, Genevieve Sims, Heather Bame, and Howie Nestel. Um, the organizers of the event are expert event planners, so you can be sure this will be a fantastic evening. But attendance is limited to just 100 ticket sales. So it's oh. like if you want to go, you want to buy them soon. I, I think we're getting close to 40 sold already. We just launched it last week, and I expect uh, my goal is to be sold out by the end of November. So we'll see if we can get that done. If you're hearing this announcement for the first time, you need to go over to our website as soon as possible and grab your tickets. If this isn't the first time you've heard the announcement, then what are you waiting for? I saw a ticket sale come through this morning, and I had actually called the guy a couple days before. I'm like, dude, you need to get on it quick. So head on over to our website at satalkradio.com. Grab your tickets today, and we'll see you at the Let's Talk Business Podcast Mixer on January 25th, 2024. It's going to be awesome. We had a meeting uh, last Friday. Um, we got a great team of people that are putting this thing together uh, I mean, Genevieve's had some experience putting together great events. Um, Claire as well over at Project mm-hmm. Cowork. Um, and so we're going to have sponsors and I don't know, what kind of things are we going to be doing on this mixer, Genevieve? Uh, well, one of the most 
powerful things that we're going to be doing is connecting a lot of the guests that were on this show together. So a lot of people have seen them on, of course, our website and social media, but here's an actual platform where they can all meet and get mm. to know each other a little bit more. That's the number one value that we want to bring together at this event, right, Mark? That's exactly right. It's The, the podcast is great because we get to meet a lot of folks, and there's a lot of social media content, as you were saying before, uh, Jake, and about you know, seeing some of that and say, hey, I know so-and-so. And then did that actually prompt you to reach out to him when you saw the Yeah, exactly. The clip? And, yeah. and like, I followed up with him on something we were talking about and actually carried the conversation forward. And uh, I learned a lot more about him that he definitely would not have revealed just on a simple business phone call. And it, I think it helped our relationship business-wise. You know, that's a great point. So then that takes me over to the uh, – we're launching a Facebook group community for the Let's Talk Business podcast, which – I'm excited about it. It's something where it brings the audience and the guests and the guests and the guests together, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yes. just brings everybody together in a way that we can learn more. And, and just as an example, to your point, um, I'm actually, so we do the shows like 40 minutes or so, 35, mm-hmm. 40, 40 minutes long. So not everybody's watching that. A lot of people are just watching the, the short clips. Well, the bios, I always ask, like I'll ask you here shortly, is like, tell me a little bit about your background, right? Yeah. To your point, it's like you get to dig in a little bit more and learn a, bit, a little bit more about that. Well, I'm turning those into clips, not necessarily less than a minute. They can be a minute and a half, two minutes, however long. And those are going in the Facebook group community now. And then I'm tagging the, the owner saying, hey, this is who this is. This is their website. This is their company phone number, their public phone number, if they want to reach out to them. So it's a way for people in that group, which there's over, there's like 550 members in that group already, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's a place for the members of the group to then say, okay, hey, well, who is this? And they can learn a little bit about them on a bio. What do you think of that? You I know? think it's absolutely amazing. That's just extending this this platform even further. Yeah. Let's take it a little bit outside of the studio and let's see how we can connect. Mm. And that to me for any business owner creates so many different communities outside of that as well. And so it just goes further beyond just these mics here, which is what we need here in San Antonio. We need more collaboration, not yeah. competition, collaboration. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what, see, this show means a lot, but it can mean even more when we start integrating that actual belly to belly stuff that can happen, right? At the mixers. And then when somebody sees, hey, a business, I need, like the one guy Abdul was on, he does signs for restaurants and Mm. businesses and stuff like that. It's like, well, I need that. And they hear this guy talk about how he got started in the business. And it's like, that's endearing in Mm -hmm. a way. Like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give them a We're building a Rolodex. (laughs) <laughs> so the services. Behind the business and do a video bio. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Like get to know their voice, what they look like, what they're going to dress like even. Yes. Which, I mean, I wish I'd have known. <laughs> you didn't well, get dressed up. Business. I'm so offended. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. So let me cover the Facebook group, uh, kind of what we're going to be doing there. So of course the, our subscriber account, let me tell you a little bit about the show, right? So we have over 16,000 subscribers on YouTube. So a rather, a rather large community and it's growing uh, pretty quickly. Uh, We have over 5,000 followers on our Facebook page, and we've done over 300 interviews of San Antonio entrepreneurs and business owners in the last two years, Um, probably over 200 guests uh, individually. So a lot of folks have been through the doors of this podcast. And now we're reaching more than 110,000 people per month on social media, which is where we really focus is on the video clips on all of the social media platforms. 
Um, our podcast fans are made up largely of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and people who want to learn more about the world of running a business. So now we're bringing our guests, the local business community, and fans from all over the country together into our community Facebook group where the guests can get increased exposure, like we were talking about, uh, to the Let's Talk Business podcast community. And fans of the show will get more insight and access to the show guests, the business owners and entrepreneurs that are actually on the show. So the Let's Talk uh, Business podcast community will have direct impact on business activity through sharing community recommendations and sharing experiences with businesses and sharing business news and events. So it's this place where, hey, this is what's going on over here, or this is my experience I had with so-and-so. You know what I mean? It's like loved it, great, awesome. Um, it's meant to be a positive place to, for people to connect and, uh, you know, share their experiences together. Uh, at the end of the day, that's what matters because it's one thing to come on the show. It's another thing to, to be in a community where people recognize, Hey, that's so-and-so. And then hear about what you're doing, not only with your business, but in the community. And we talk about that quite a bit too, mm-hmm. is the impact we have on our community. Uh, that's that two one of empowerment and the two one we'll talk about yeah. in a minute. So also in that Facebook group is going to be exclusive content. So now you're getting stuff that's not out there on the rest of it, right? Which is really honing in on those bios and then also the after show, which is a new thing that we launched where we kind of dig in a little bit further. So a little bit of extra content. And then I think what I want to do is go out and do like an introduction. Like so, let's say, Jaken, become a member of the group. Then I'm going to introduce you to the group. Yeah. personally introduce yeah. you to the group, which I think will have a powerful impact as well. And there'll be more to come. So early access to the Let's Talk Business podcast community on Facebook is now available for only $99 for the whole year. If you've been a guest on the show and want to ha- have access to our fans, or if you are a fan of the show and want to connect with our guests on a deeper level, head on over to our website at satalkradio.com and learn more about getting early access to our amazing Let's Talk Business podcast community on Facebook. Excellent. Super excited about what's to come there. All right, Genevieve, so empowerment in the 210, this is something that I know you are passionate about. You're very well connected. You've been active in the community here in San Antonio for a long time. So what is the empowerment in the 210? Ah, well, thank you for bringing that up. Empowerment in the 210 is a brand new podcast that my uh, co-host, Christopher Motz, and I started a few months ago. And our main goal is to bring the stories of resilience and empowerment of influential people in our city. So all these people that have um, big companies, big names, we're bringing them to the studio and really getting into the heart and soul of their story of how they got to where they are. And again, it's brand new. Uh, we've had our fourth guest last week. was with, uh, It was Jennifer Hardy, and she is um, uh, a life action coach, and she's also part of the Krav Magov family. She's the one who started it here. Yeah, I met her once. Yeah, she's amazing. And her story of how she got to where she's at right now, coaching and helping people, helping business executives reframe their mindset Mm -hmm. so that they can lead their team into the next level. That was just a phenomenal conversation. Before that, we had Chuck Carew. He is the announcer for the Spurs, uh, the arena host, and also for SeaWorld. And his story was just it just blew my mind because you know we do our research of the people that we bring on to the show right and one of the things that I asked him was look I saw on your bio that before you were an announcer of SeaWorld you were also a trainer 
And he said, yeah, I was a trainer for the beluga whales and the dolphins. And I was like, you got into <laughs> the, the tank with them? He's like, yes. But here's the funniest thing. And it was one of the most, I mean, powerful messages I've ever heard was that before he went to go and interview for that position as a trainer, he was scared of swimming. He was oh, scared what? of water. Well, there you go. There's he your, he didn't even know how to swim. <laughs> and yet he wow. was going to go ahead and do this. And one of the things that they have to do is they have to swim to the bottom of that big tank and then also swim from side to side. It's very extraneous. Um, he told me it was the most challenging thing he's ever done. And it took months for him to train. But I told him, had you not done it, had you let your fear step in and take over, would you have had the success that you have now in San Antonio? There's not one event that people don't know who Chuck is. And I was like, if you had let the fear of water and swimming stop you, could you imagine where your life would be right now? And we just stayed on that topic, and it was just phenomenal. And he said it was one of the best shows that he's done. And he's like, I didn't want to stop our conversation. Right? <laughs> Those are the best ones to have. So uh, what did he how did he overcome that fear? What was the motivation there? Give us the shortcut there and then tell us how we can find that podcast. Yeah, absolutely. For him, he was more scared of, you know how pe you hear FOMO? Oh, yeah. Fear of, yeah. Missed uh, fear of missing out. Well, his FOMO, he turned it around. It was fear of missed opportunities. Mm. If I don't do this, what will happen? And so when he went through the interview and he, he was done and he told him, he was like, he told the interviewer, even if I don't get this job, to me, this was the biggest accomplishment I've ever had in my life. That probably helped him get the job. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, right? That kind of and positive he, attitude. Where yeah. do we find mm -hmm. the uh, podcast episode? Oh, on empowermentinthe210.com. It's also on Facebook, um, on Apple and Spotify, as well as Amazon. So we're everywhere. But look for empowerment in the 210. Awesome. Thanks, Jenny. We appreciate that. All right. Excellent. All right. First up on the show is Jake and Harper, the owner of Rareform Agency, a company that provides customer review management, customer interactions management, as well as collecting payments. Jake, welcome to the show. Howdy. Yeah, I did the intro twice because it's a segment as well. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> it's, we're just making sure people yeah. remember who's coming on the show. All right, so tell me a little bit about your background and what ultimately led you to the company you're in now, and then we'll get into what that company is that's, and how it serves people. That's a dangerous question. That, that can go on for hours. Um, well, I keep it to about 90 seconds, 90 right? Seconds. So let's do that. So 90 seconds. All right, so uh, when uh, growing up, my dad was a uh, serial entrepreneur. And I was sick of listening to him call and say, just getting a status check, just getting a status check. He didn't have any visibility. He was he was very forward thinking and was trying to get all the software in place. But in all reality, 20, 30 years ago, you didn't have much like uh, much power on uh, software to do that. Mm -hmm. So when I started my business, I wanted to do what would make my dad's life easier. I knew I'd be a small business owner at the very beginning, and uh, I wanted to make my life easier. So my first job was to make my services. So that's how I started, and I wanted to be a, uh, a superhero to the business owners out there, so they could have everything they needed in one little in one spot. They could see how their ad spend's working. They can uh, message their uh, customers. They can see all the KPIs for phone calls being answered. They have phone services, everything, and we configure it for you the way you want it to, including missed call, text back, and phone trees. So I was really happy about that. So that's what got me started. Okay, so, but why start you? So entrepreneurial background. 
you know, have you did you experience this from an employee standpoint, or did you just go right into hey, no. I'm going to start the company? Actually, so I I started in the IT space very young. Again, thanks to my father, um, and uh, I I went and started working with some of the bigger players when I first started getting out into the uh, once I graduated and all that. Went went into worked with Rackspace and then Booz Allen Hamilton. So I've been working with the large tech firms and consultant firms for a while. And I've always wanted to be an inventor, whether that's building a jetpack or finding a way to get food on your plate. I want to I want to provide a new solution that's better. Um, I, I build the better wheel. That's my aim. So that's that's what uh, that's how I got into this. And that's what my that's my purpose, I guess. Wow. So you went from the transition from I.T. to now rare form agency. Mm-hmm. Right. And. I mean, it's mostly why people go into business to create solutions, yeah. right? And you found that. You saw a spot that needed to be mm-hmm. taken care of. When you were, you said you were raised in an entrepreneurial household, yeah. did your dad make you read books too? Or <laughs> what did he do? What, what, what did that look like for you? So pre-2000, I didn't know anybody that had a personal laptop. But my dad went out of his way and got a personal laptop and so that even at a very young age, his kids could be on it because like this is the way of the wow. future, and I'm going to make sure they're ready for it. And I was the one of the three that really, really took to it like fire. And I, he never made me read any books, but what he did is he'd give me jobs, and I said, "I'm not going to tell you how to do it. You have to find out how to do it. Wow! You have Google. It's your job to learn how to learn." And I think that's really what set me on this path. Yeah. That you know the advent of Google and YouTube. Mm, yes for me youtube is the big one on if there's a problem to solve like even now we'll come into challenges and and brooke will come to me for stuff and i'm like well you know youtube's got (laughs) the solution for you yeah you know what i mean but to be honest i can actually find it quicker than she can (laughs) you know what i mean because it's it's that it's that keyword knowing what to ask yeah (laughs) google foo there we go but it's knowing what to ask right and that's understanding the verbiage of where you're at but um so Helping people, obviously, a big part of what you're doing. But let's talk about uh, Rare Form Agency. How big is it? How many people are in it? Yeah. Who's helping you do it? Currently, uh, and th- this this is a, a scary one for me because I want to say I'm 10,000 strong. The fact is I, I am a part owner of one of the main softwares that I use for a majority of what I do. Um, and there's hundreds of developers behind me in that. But as far as what Rare Form does day in and day out and what the company does, it's me. Um, so when, when I sit down to do a strategy session with you, you're getting all my time. I'm deep diving into what's going on with your business, your pain points, and trying to improve your business outcomes. Um, so that, but that, what that does mean is I have a lot of partners that I work with. Like uh, you saw payments right there. Yes, I tie you into payment providers, um, but I also work directly with a payment processor depending on what your need is. Like um, this payment processor doesn't do specific um, Inventory management. So, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use him for you on that. I'm not gonna recommend him because it's not gonna be good for you. And I want it to be at the very end. You'd be like, Jaken has set us right every single time. We don't want to have to go get a, a master's degree in this one new technology. We just want him to tell us what to do or what he can do for us that's better. So, when you sit down with me, it's basically a business consult in your in your software realm, right? Instead of you having to go figure out, well, how do I get this calendar service to work with this phone service, to work with this messaging service, to work, mix, work with this CRM? It's like we can either integrate it for you based on what your need, or we can build you a new solution from the ground up that's going to be built around you. So 
it always depends on how big the project is. That's defining how, who I reach out to for partnerships. Um, and that's instead of you having to do it yourself. That's important. It's almost like a consultant. You act as yeah. a consultant there, which fills in all of the knowledge gaps exactly. that other people are struggling with. And I'm one of those, right? Because I'm trying to solve different issues. Like my podcast platform, I and mean, we reach out all the time and there's scheduling stuff and there's and then there's payment if people want to buy the video package there's there's all these different components that come together that i put humans behind right because i do virtual staffing yeah so that's a solution but i would imagine between virtual staffing software solutions and then artificial intelligence all of those things coming together and something that is really unique but still has a human touch to it which i think is super important you know what i mean Jennifer? yeah definitely definitely and for also just coming from a business owner's point of view too like with my creative agency i used to let my designers do the creative brief which is the consultation part of of the process and i just kept finding out that there'd be communication gaps but i'm the owner of the company and they're coming to the company because they know of me or they know my reputation and so when i put them in front of another designer they don't get the the value of it and and they're not very happy until i sit down Mm -hmm. and then i sit with them and then i realize you know what i'm doing it backwards Mm -hmm. let me the owner sit down with the client find out what it is they're looking for and be able to provide the solution Instead of letting the other designers do it and then, you know, work backwards, yeah. let me get in the front and then I'll assign you to the designer. Yeah. Exactly right. So that's where I was going to come with, with you know, you're the salesman, you're the front door of the yeah. company, right? Because you're the one with the passion for it, right? <laughs> yeah. you, you know how all the dots are connected. So what's the next step? Because you're mm-hmm. a one-man show right now yeah. with, with support from others, but how do you grow as a business? What's your next step there? So there's there's always something like you could be an owner of a – you can be a CEO of a big building and, and in the building, and you can still employ a janitor, right? It doesn't mean, like, they have to be a copy of you. So there's a lot of stuff that I can get off my plate uh, as I scale. And I would love to get to the point where I'm scaled enough to where my entire focus is on designing those solutions and I can reach out and find other people later that that can kind of replicate what I do so that we can actually sit down instead of it just being me, which is great, (laughs) it's me or one of the other people that's clearly qualified to do the same work for you under my name, which I, I have people, I have a friend that owns a home inspection company and he will not hire anybody because even though he could make a ton more money, he's afraid of his name being mm-hmm. tarnished. And I get that. So I don't, I don't think I'll ever be stepping away from the consulting space for many, 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 many years because it, first off, it's my passion. And secondly, I'm not going to just hand it over to somebody. I'm going to make sure that they're qualified and handling it the way I would. Do you think that scaling is a big part of a business owner's dilemma? Massive, yeah. Right? Because yeah. we have that thing where nobody knows the vision as or is passionate about the vision as you are, as mm-hmm. the owner. And to let go of that reins, I think a lot of business owners can relate to that part, mm-hmm. especially I have a, a good friend of mine who owns this beautiful restaurant, but she won't give up her recipes. <laughs> And I was like, but you can't be at the restaurant 24-7. What yeah. are you going to do? And it's just trying to reframe that mindset that 
there are certain things that no one can replace you, but there's other things that you have to build so that there's a framework. Exactly. To be an extension of yeah. you. Exactly. So that, that that's exactly like um, I received the message last night that one of my clients was going to have to move a, move a meeting because of it. Uh, their child was born early. And so I just immediately went into my service and sent what's a delayed message to somebody else because I'm a business owner and I love being a business owner. But one of the things everyone in my life will tell you is if I just use my phone for communication, I will fail you. So that's why I built my service because I can, hey, I'm thinking about you. It's Sunday night. You're a business partner. You're not going to respond. And if I wait and I don't put a message note down somewhere, it's not getting to you. So what I'm able to do is right then and there send out a message, hey, things have been moved. It's automatically delayed for 7.30 a.m. the next morning. Perfect. Yes. And that way, when they respond to the conversation, I'm awake. I'm going already. Mm-hmm. I can just carry on the conversation with them. So uh, at, I was in the tech world, what's called a DevOps engineer, and massively limiting that definition is I'm a cloud doctor is what I would tell people because they like, you're an IT. I'm like, not really. I'm a cloud doctor. Um, and the main purpose of a DevOps engineer is that to couple your human performance uptime availability uh, with your businesses or your systems uptime and availability. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do. If you're not able to answer your call, let's get a system in place to where your business doesn't lose that business, right? And that can be an auto missed call text back. That could be tree, uh, tree calling to another one of your employees or to a phone service that answers speaking for your company. And, and it's... It's amazing how much business you lose just not being available. Mm-hmm. And so I create those frameworks yes. for, for the human imperfections and, wow. and just the, the life that you're going to have to deal with anyways. If you are responding to a child being born early, you're not going to look at your phone. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want your customer to be mad or your client to be mad or them to just move and call at the next company. So. And this is a way to also look more professional mm-hmm. to have these systems in place. Oh, yeah. And also set boundaries. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> sometimes I get calls on the weekends and I was like, mm, yeah. you remember our contract? Mm-hmm. You got to wait till Monday, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love these systems that you have created. Are these CRMs? You said yeah. you created the software for yeah, them, yeah. right? So uh, the, the CRM um, we, we purchased and we're building out still. It's an ongoing project, which is awesome. That means it's constantly being developed. It's going to be more yes, and more improved. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're delivering new capabilities on the daily. Like right now, we just released um, like 15 new services. But one of the things we just did is made it so that you can build an AI chat responder immediately. And that chat responder can go inside of your Facebook, your Instagram, wow. direct messages, any, any text format outside of email. Um, and the cool thing about that is you can have a text assistant 24-7 as an appointment setter or as a FAQ chat bot for someone trying to reach out to your business after hours. Um, right now, even without using AI, I have a, a missed call text back that says, hey, if it, they call after my set hours, this is the message they receive. If they call during, this is the message they receive. So it's almost like having a digital assistant. It's pretty cool. 24/7 There's so much uptime. value to that because right now for business owners, I mean, there's so many third-party apps and then mm-hmm. you have to keep track of all of them yep. and make sure they're updated. Oh, and that's so this is all one system. Correct, correct. And that's Perfect. that was my biggest that's my biggest selling point when I first started. There's been some evolution since, but I originally just wanted to be a superhero to the business owner to where everything was I think you're done. doing a great job. Yeah, <laughs> because if you're if you want to start a business today, you get calendar service, all these things we talked about. 
okay, cool, now you have all them. You have different logins for each of them. You have net employees trying to manage them. You have to remember who has access to what. And then you're trying to integrate them all. And if they don't natively do that, that's just a headache. And you can't, even if they do, you're not seeing it all in one place. So what we did is we took the, built it all in-house. You see it all in one place. And you can do your staff management, like role controls inside of there. Wow. And then so, you said there was also, I'm sorry to cut oh, wait, you off. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm making it really happy about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you said also review management. Mm -hmm. What yeah. does that look like? So um, there's different review management platforms out there. What we have is in the system, inside the CRM that we customize for you, if this, if this is what you want. Um, even if you're not using our CRM, we tie in with your existing CRM. And uh, when you complete a, a product or a service with somebody, or we also have pipelines. If someone goes into completed, depending on how you your business works, what type of product or service you're offering, we can set a delay to when they're a one opportunity to when they receive a review request. And before they receive a review request, we can even do, we can ask, do you want to send them a review request on that delay? Um, and it, it makes makes life a little easier. And the cool thing is it keeps messaging them based on a frequency for you. Um, and it doesn't stop until either they reach the end of the sequence or they open the message. Once they open the message, you're like, okay, they saw it. I'm not going to bother them anymore. So it keeps your name in good standing with them and it keeps putting you in front of them. Like one of the worst things I think of is handing out business cards because business cards get lost in pockets. They go into the, uh, the, the, the washing machine. I had a friend who was trying to get his business built out and he was just going to run around to new uh, business, um, new uh, home building sites and hand out his business card. I'm like, do you really think the, the decision maker is going to be there on that site to work with you? He said, no. I'm like, so what are you hoping with your business card? He's like, well, to hand it to him. I'm like, good luck. It'd be better for you to hand out like, chip clips with your name on them or a refrigerator magnet with mm -hmm. your name on it, or something that's not just going to go through the so what we are doing at the same time we, we do lead lead a uh, appointment setting lead generation too through email and that also includes making sure that we keep getting put to front of mind and if you don't have services to to keep front of mind and to take things off your plate you're constantly going to be spinning all those plates as a business owner like you were just saying and you can't work in your business and on your business at the same time Except me. Except you. You're great at it. <laughs> the, the, the podcast is a great way to work in your business on your business at the same time. Uh, okay, so um, how are you doing your marketing? What is, is it's you're fairly new. How long has your business been in? It's only been open a, uh, just over a year. Okay, just so year. how are you marketing your company? Currently, my marketing is all uh, in person. I do want to get into more networking. Obviously, I'm using my own appointment setting service, and it's working out well. But my favorite method of marketing is in person in person because if I have an email, I might get one paragraph in front of you that you actually read. If I sit down with you for coffee, you're going to hear about my, my life story. Sorry about that, but it's going to happen. Um, and the more I'm asking you to trust me, the more your business you're putting in my hands, to, to although I'm alleviating your workload and improving your life and everything else, the more I'm asking you to hand over to me, the more you need trust. And you're a BNI member, you know, in order for people to give you something, to, in order to trust you something, they have to know you, they have to have experience with you. So, yeah, uh, my favorite, and if I gave a recommendation for what's your number one marketing strategy, if you're good at what you do, if you have confidence, if you have competence, talk to people, go out and meet them, see them in person. The problem with that is it's a time sink. So, it is. Genevieve, you, uh, we talked about this last last week where you're in New York City, right, and you guys are connecting. 
So, and then social media was a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like instantly because that way, and I love the way you framed this, Genevieve, was like, <laughs> you're like, they can look you up and mm -hmm. see what you're involved in. What are you about? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that relevance. That's that, you know, are you engaged in the community? Do you, you what do you care about? Yeah. Right? What's there? So when it comes to social media, how are you approaching that as far as yeah. what are you putting out there so that people can learn about you? Currently, social media, uh, honestly, it's a tool I've not uh, employed very at all, really. I have access to a whole bunch of tools to do it, but... In all reality, I'm, I'm more invested in the, my current uh, relationships with my clients. I, I'm really excited because if I get a if I get a legitimate client that really wants to work with me, and if it's a really big deal that I'm I'm working out with them, I get to build them a custom solution. That takes a majority of my time, right? And, and when I do, I want to I want to do it well so that they want to keep coming back to me and keep growing that relationship. So that's a great point, Genevieve. So he's putting his time and effort into the belly-to-belly -belly conversations to build that know, like, and trust factor, get those roots deep. But social media is something we have to pay attention to. What are your thoughts on how would he approach that in a way, because this is an area that you're very, very well-versed in, um, in a way that would make sense for him? Yeah, well, that's when you delegate. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, that's one of the things our services that we provide for business owners is social media management. And it's not so much as um, showing people what you're doing, but showing people who you are. Yeah, yeah. And that content that you're doing right now, you know, just a simple picture of you like drawing something or on the computer, those speak volumes because that means that you are willing to show that side of you mm -hmm. that people are more open to trust. And um, like I was telling Mark, when I went up to New York to speak at an event up there, um, and I've never seen it here in San, I mean, I've seen it in San Antonio, but not as aggressive as it was in New York. The minute they met you, you know, I'm used to giving out my business card. They yeah. said, open your Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. And they're literally evaluating my grid. Wow. Oh, you were part of Crit. You were part of Children's Rehab uh, Teleton. You're okay. on the Let's Talk Business podcast. You're wow. on the Let's Talk <laughs> Business. How many <laughs> times have you been on this podcast? Now you're a host. <laughs> You know, things like that. And it's just the value of social media. Again, having these tools work for you, even when you're not in front of it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. you brought it up. I, you said, you said front of mind, right? Mm -hmm. Top of mind is what is the term that I use. Yeah. The same thing, yeah. right? It's like you're trying to stay in front of people. And when you can convey, hey, this is the spirit of who I am, because people follow people. Mm. People don't follow businesses. Yeah. So this is a mistake people make is they're throwing up nonsense on social media and they wonder why nobody's looking at their stuff. It's like nobody cares about that. They care yeah. about you and what you're doing, okay. right? You as a person. And and that's why, I mean, Genevieve, you have over 5,000 followers on Instagram. That's no joke. I mean, you know what you're doing there. So it's like, that's the thing is is partnering with somebody that can help with that tangible side yeah. of staying in yeah. front of them in a way that works. Something to look up to. Yes, and now into. that the statistics are showing that people will look up your social media first oh, yeah. before they do business with you mm -hmm. versus your website now. Before it was the website and then social media. Now yeah. it's more the social media. You'll see LinkedIn will always be the first when you Google search somebody or Facebook. So yeah. people will search your social media and they say, okay, this guy hasn't posted in like two years. Yep. Yeah. Is he even relevant? Would yeah. he know what I'm going through right now? Would he be able to fill the needs that we're looking for in our company? 
if he can't even get his company together. Yeah. You know, these are the things that are going through business owners' mind. And these are the things that I also ask clients when I ask them about their social media. How do you feel about social media? Most business owners, I don't have time for it. Mm. And I get it. It is time consuming. But that's why you find somebody, you find other professionals and farm it out and delegate it. Yeah. But you have to be important, very, very strategic on your voice as well. And that's very important is how do you want to talk to people? Because that's what's going to convey how you write out your messages. You know, and that's why I only take certain clients, certain amount of clients for social media because I need to be able to sit down with them once a month. And then I have about three hours with them and I learn how they talk. That's mm. super important. That's no joke because you, you, yeah, it's how they talk. It's how they represent themselves. That's a, I haven't heard it put that way by a business owner yet, but um, that's a very good point. All right, we're going to have to wrap up the show. We're going to get into the after show after this. So if you uh, <laughs> if you don't know what the after show is, that's for our uh, Facebook community, our exclusive content. But we'll get into that in a minute. But, uh, Jake, and if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They go to rareformagency.com forward slash calendar and set a time. And uh, we'll meet whatever time is on there is actually cleared on my calendar. That's one of the other cool things we have. It actually ties into my personal calendar so you know when I'm free. All right, love it. All right, as we wrap up the show, quick reminder, check out our latest podcast and catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. That's going to be it for this show. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. We'll see you next time. Thank you.